0: Okay, welcome, welcome to another uh, session of The Core, uh, Daily Guidance into Your Inner Brilliance. I've created these sessions to provide everyone who's tuning in with an opportunity to experience uh, the work that I've been doing that's culminated over the last 20 years into what I'm now calling the spiritual engineering and empowerment uh, processes or system or it's a method, it's all of the above. It is an opportunity to explore Four domains of your consciousness and reconnect with the central axis or the apex of those domains which is the core the four domains are one your mind the second domain is your emotions the third domain would be the body with its feelings and sensations so feelings and sensations and the fourth domain would be the effort or the application of force applied force how we as a causational unit of consciousness. That might sound very technical, but it's just our capacity to cause effects in ourselves and in the physical universe around us is our ability to apply force. There are certain applied efforts that have become habitual and uh, in an extreme form, they look like addictions or compulsions or, um, you know, these these unconscious habits that that Sabotage our lives and our well-being a success and what we're, what we're up to. Um, but in lesser scale, they could just be like little annoying reactive patterns or uh, just the way we communicate, our uh, efforts to control people, or efforts to avoid people, little efforts here and there that have just become these patterns. So we're looking inside of the four domains for various patterns, and we're looking for them because as we bring the unconscious or the darkness right to light or to awareness, there is a freedom that occurs. There is a dissolving of conflict. There is a reconciliation of opposites. Uh, there is a reunion or, or an integration or a wholeness of oneself that starts to take place called holing. you're holding yourself together. Um, you become one with all that is within you. Now the good news, the really, really good, good news about this work is that there's nothing within you that is to be rejected, to be shamed, to be, ni- to be denied, to be oppressed or suppressed, to be unworthy of your love. Everything within, everything you discover through these processes is going to be brought into the core of your being where there is limitless love, limitless light, limitless innocence, limitless beauty, limitless joy, limitless perfection, limitless everything. And we all have this beautiful core that is our essence. It's it's the source of our power. It's the source of our aliveness. It's the source of everything we are in this experience that we call life. But what can happen is that the human machinery can get conditioned inside of these four domains. And those conditions can suppress or block or deny the natural expression of the light. Why does this happen? And the light is just the raw energy of life's potential, right? But why does this happen? Well, there's many different factors, but you know, we come out of a human uh, race consciousness. We're born into humanity, into a human body, under the caretaking of human beings who themselves may have been, and most likely were, not fully engaged by their own core, by the light and the love and the source of all the goodness within them. They had their own suppressions. They had their own denial. They had their own shaming. They had their own fears and, and their efforts to control and you know survive in life and the struggle. And that gets passed on. So this work is a way to interrupt this ancestral or generational um, conditioning that's just been handed down Um, through the generations of human beings being born one after the other. And we get to interrupt that through this process and we get to restore the sense of perfection and wholeness within our own being, which is the key to living a life of love, to living a life of joy and of pleasure in this world. And I've been working uh, diligently for about 20 years and I'm just getting a taste of what's possible here. So, um, but the good news is that, I can take the 20 years of work that I've done, I can compress it and start to give through these experiences uh, an accelerated way. Uh, I wouldn't say it's instant. There's a process to unfold. There's, There's work to do in the sense of giving yourself over continuously to this core connection within your own being and to navigating the terrain of all the stuff that has been suppressed or denied within you until you made peace with it all but it is a restoration of your kingdom that's worthy of your attention it's worthy of your time and we're simply having you restored to uh the sovereignty that i believe every human being innately has i mean uh you know all human beings have equal rights as a causational unit of consciousness and um but those rights they are limited when they are being utilized to destroy or to harm others. And so there's an imposition upon our rights uh, because we're not, we're misusing our rights. We're misusing our right to be a cause in this world. And so um, if that's been you, it's been me, I've been a criminal and a drug dealer and uh, lived a life of crime. I mean, it was only because I was hiding so much in my heart that I was ashamed of and hurt by that I did that. But if that's you, if you feel like you've been, your rights have been denied or whatever, because you maybe have been one of those people and maybe you're wanting to turn your life around, there's good news, it's all possible. Um, It's all possible, I'm living proof, I'm living testimony that you can turn it all around. Uh, You can become something entirely brand new. And these processes can make it so much easier and so much faster for you to turn your life around, to be a human being who is contributing back to the world. You can't contribute what you don't have within yourself. And so if you're feeling abused and hurt and neglected inside, and suppressed and unworthy. Um, That's where uh, we start to misuse our right to be an expression of human being in the world that we start to, we cause impacts that are negative and hurtful upon people and culture and everything. And uh, I know I was one of those guys. So I'm just, you know, I'm telling you um, the good news is all of it can change. Now, maybe there's been some impacts in your family. Maybe there's been some negative impacts in your relationship. Maybe there's been some negative impacts, um, you know, particularly maybe with your children. I've worked a lot with uh, parents and, and their teens or their you know, young 20-year-olds that they're seeking to restore a relationship with. And parents can make mistakes. They do the best. They give a lot. Um, but sometimes it's the little things they don't even realize that hurt so bad or just certain habits or patterns that they weren't even aware of that caused the separation between them and their children. Um, all of these things can be repaired through this type of work. Uh, so there's tremendous benefit. The other good news about this is that it's relatively simple. I'm gonna invite you to, you could always come in live, like I've got Rachel here with me today. Um, she's live in session, um, but we can always have you come in live and you can participate here and we can uh, share afterwards. It's great for you to process your experience afterwards verbally. You could also comment uh, on any of the channels that you're witnessing um, and experiencing this um, video from, but you can uh, participate fully and completely and restore your four domains of consciousness back to wholeness. So we're looking to create an undivided kingdom. Um, so we're acknowledging, yes, there's a divided kingdom within. It's important to just acknowledge the divided kingdom. And what we're going to address today is fear. We're going to tap into the core and we're going to get connected to that source of power and aliveness. And then we're going to bring our fear right into that light, right into the awareness of our of our core consciousness. And through that um, that relationship that we're creating internally, we can begin to dissolve the cause of the fear. We can begin to release the fear. We can let go of fear. And so you get to decide which fears um, you're wanting to work with, but I'm pretty sure that most human beings have some level of fear. If not, then maybe um, you wanna just consider this experience if you're gonna continue watching from the perspective of someone you know who could benefit from a process like this that can help them transmute or convert their fear into something wonderful, a sense of love, a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment even. I mean, all of this is possible with this work. It might sound extraordinary, but it's possible and it's simple. So I'm gonna be using some music to guide the process. And then I'm going to uh, check in with uh, Rachel live once I'm complete. And uh, we'll have Rachel share her experience since she joined live today. And um, you'll get to hear another person's um, reflection And that can be very beneficial when you hear her reflections. Um, Listen for your own experience, listen for what might be there for you to discover. Um, And so, yeah, let's get started. I'm excited. Thank you for being here, Rachel. It's a joy to have you again. I'm going to kick on some music and uh, let's begin. So as always, we begin the practice with relaxation. Relaxation helps us to get in touch with the various parts of our consciousness. It allows us to be more centered and aware of the interior of our being. Go so ahead and close your eyes to minimize the visual distractions of anything outside of you. Just begin to monitor the breathing. This helps you really center your awareness and it helps bring your attention also to the heart space as you monitor the breath coming in through the nose, into the lung, and then out of the lungs, out through the nose. So just observe this natural breathing rhythm that you have allowing the breath to just be gradually relaxing a little more little deeper, feeling into the body, giving your body a chance to rest. What does it feel like in your body right now? Take a scan, take an inventory, get curious to what's there for you. Just feel into the body. Notice if there's any tension, any discomfort. Make some adjustments. Particularly releasing any tension you feel around the head, the face. Relaxing, releasing those muscles, releasing the forehead releasing the temples outside of your eyes. And in this process, I'm going to ask you to bring your hands up towards your head to connect with your head through the fingers. Just allow your fingers to gently touch the temples. Learning how to be compassionate with yourself with your own touch. Do the same for your forehead. Just gentle, compassionate touches. You can either place them there or just tap gently, just touch. Just under the eye sockets, connecting to the tissue under the eyes. Just relaxing. The idea is to just gently touch and relax the muscle. Work your way back up to the crown, Just gently, touching the crown of your head and just little areas around the head to relax the muscles. Relax any tension that you feel at the top of your head. And just working your way back around to the jaw now. And just gently tapping and relaxing the jaw muscles. And do underneath your nose, just tapping the upper lip lower lip and the jaw line. Just being careful with yourself and loving and nurturing with yourself. Good. Now, relax the throat. You can also use your fingers to relax the throat. And you want to relax your neck and shoulders. So now you can just tap a little bit up there. Just be gentle, loving tap. and just let go of the arms for a bit. Gently relaxing the shoulders, the neck, just tapping the sternum, the center of your chest, that breastbone. Just gentle taps, very gentle. Give the belly, lower abdomen, just some gentle taps and relax those muscles. You can rest your hands on your thighs now. and Just relax the hands. Take a deep breath through the nose. Out through the mouth. Through the nose. Out through the mouth. Through the the nose. Out through the mouth. through the nose and out through the mouth. Take this breath in and hold at the top. Just hold on to it gently, with little tension in the body, relaxing as you hold. Follow the saliva. Make your lips into a tiny pinhole. Slowly exhale, relax even more. Rest the body. Enjoy this moment with yourself, nowhere to go, nothing to do, just getting to be with you. Just allow your awareness to move the center of your heart, connecting to your core, tapping into that center of love to whatever degree you can feel or sense the space within your heart, opening, expanding, welcoming, receiving the love that's therein. We're just tuning into the core of your own being this beautiful, beautiful center of you. Just practicing opening to the heart as much as you can. If you run into any barrier or resistance or challenge with this, just honor that for what it is. It's all okay. Just take notice and if you can even invite whatever resistance you might be feeling into your awareness. I just feel that space within your heart, relaxing, releasing, resting in love. Your own love, so important to tap in and connect to that love within you. It's there. Joy, this connection with your heart. And allow the heart to open to the mind. We're going to invite now. To this heart space, into your awareness in order for the light to shine, the awareness to see whatever fear you may be dealing with in your life right now, in your relationship, maybe it's around a health issue, family issue, money issue, whatever the fear is that you may have Just invite the fear into this awareness. It's safe for you to witness whatever's there. By giving your unconditional love and attention to it, we can dissolve it. But first let's welcome it for what it is. And along with noticing this fear and what it's related to, just discover in your body, what do you feel and where do you feel it in the body? What's there for you? And just observe the feelings and sensations associated to the fear with compassion. You're learning to face and to feel and to embrace so that you can heal every part of you that seems unlovable or unworthy of your love and attention. And fear is something we typically want to avoid. We don't want to be with that. But what you be with will let you be. What you give your love and attention to can be transformed into love. So we gotta welcome that fear into this loving place of your heart being compassionate with whatever you're feeling and thinking about it. It's a chance for you to bring love, something that was afraid inside of you. Yes. All of you is worthy of all of you imagine what it will be like right here, right now, to be able to be with all parts of yourself, any thoughts, any emotions, any feelings, any sensations, and to be with them with unconditional love and acceptance. It's okay if you're challenged in any way, okay, even that is acceptable here. There's nothing to make yourself wrong for, not inside of these spaces that we're creating and exploring. Even if you are making yourself wrong, we can love that too. If you're making yourself wrong for the fear, you can love that too. So now let's notice if there's any effort to avoid feeling the fear, any effort to resist the fear, just notice. Effort would be like anything inside of you that's like pushing or pulling. Explore that sensation. What is it like? If there's any effort, just take a look at it. Invite it into your awareness. Consider what it might feel like to let go of the effort to fight the fear or resist the fear. To Just release any intentions to change or fix it. What does it feel like in the body to let that effort and intention go? I know this might seem a little counterintuitive what you allow, what you honor within you will start to feel like peaceful feeling. Fear will become peace. When you just welcome the fear for what it is, you open to it because whatever you open to, you're bringing your light to. You're opening your heart to receive, limitless power, limitless love. And then you're bringing whatever there is in the mind or the emotions of the body into this beautiful core. And transformation takes place here. It's gentle. It really is gentle. It's rather simple. And if you're having a difficult time, that's okay too. Be compassionate with yourself. Just bring your right hand to your heart, left hand to your lower abdomen. We're just gonna rock the body very gently in tiny little circles from the waist. Just gonna rock forward, to the right, back, and to the left, forward, and to the right, and then back, and to the left. Just relax into a gentle circulating rhythm. We're going clockwise right now. Forward, right, back, and left. At whatever pace feels comfortable for you. It could be super slow. If you need to move a little faster, that's okay too. Feel into the body as you're rocking and let the body feel into the heart space, into your core. Just tapping into that beautiful center of you. Okay, good, and then we're gonna reverse the direction traverse the direction, circulate the body, feeling into the heart space, gently (laughs) rocking yourself as if you're like a little baby. The idea here is to learn and train and teach yourself how to feel compassion for you, for whatever fear you are feeling, for whatever feelings and sensations. Or any effort to avoid it. Just gently being with yourself. Oh, that feels good. You can come to center if you want uh, to try this one on. We're gonna take the right hand that's on your heart and we're gonna circulate up to the left, down and to the right and Just circulate little circles over your heart now. Very gently, compassionately, just circulating some love through your hand into your own heart, whatever that feels like for you. But just making peace with the self right now, comforting the mind, the emotions, and the body. If you want to go to level two, keep circulating that right hand while also circulating the left hand in the opposite direction, going up with the left hand over to the right down left. I know this can get a little complex, but see what you can do just circulating gently over your lower abdomen with your left hand circulating super gentle with your right hand over the heart. It doesn't have to be fast, just slow, gentle, just gentle caresses, compassion, treating yourself as if you're just like a little baby so cute and worthy of love right now. I'm just gonna wash away that fear with a little of your own physical touch. And while continuing to circulate, we're gonna breathe a deep breath into the lower belly through the nose and out through the mouth. Through the nose in, through the mouth out through the nose in through the mouth out (sighs) take this breath in and hold at the top just hold it in keep circulating relax the tension in the neck and shoulders Follow the saliva feel the saliva running down to the belly gentle with yourself make your lips into a tiny pinhole slowly exhale and relax into your being Continue to nurture and nourish your body with your hands. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you really did the breathing, then you're feeling that. You're really feeling that. That relaxing, that calming, beautiful. And let your hands down to your lap. And just in your mind or out loud to yourself, just say, I love me. It's okay to love yourself. In fact, by loving yourself, you have so much more love that you can give to others. There's a scripture in the the Bible, for those of you who are familiar with the Bible as a spiritual text, that says perfect love casts out all fear But right now, let perfect love be given to yourself as you say out loud or in your own mind, but to your heart, I love me. I love me. I love me. I love me. Take a deep breath and seal the love in and let it out take it in again and let it out and again and out another big breath in and hold Just hold that breath relax the neck and shoulders the stomach and chest swallow the saliva make your lips do a tiny pinhole slowly exhale about you but I want to keep going (laughs) but I do have a time limit here and just want to say thank you for honoring yourself with your own love bringing your own fear into the space of your own love so that that fear could be transmuted into love this is something you can continue to do daily multiple times a day, even if you need to. The idea is to bring more and more love to all these parts of yourself. To experience giving compassion, expressing compassion to you until you feel saturated with your own love and compassion. This will dissolve every fear, every worry, every concern. And it may take a few days a few weeks a few months maybe but the idea is to genuinely genuinely give to yourself each and every day so that being said i'm gonna open up the floor here for rachel to who joined live thanks again for joining live rachel and Thanks for being here to participate with me in this. I really got into this personally. I just wanna say thank you for being here. It's nice to share it with another human being live. So I love that. I would love to hear, what did you notice? What, what were you experiencing in your body? What's coming up for you in this experience? Mm, thank you.
1: Um, and I'm
0: gonna do a little precept really quick <laughs> for Lit.
1: Um, and Vince Vince is supporting me for those who don't know or who are watching for the first time with Um, like my communication and being laser and direct and grounded so that the message lands because my heart to share what I just experienced with other people is so deep and I'm super expressive (laughs) but I want to make sure it lands because of the current condition of the human attention span. (laughs) So um, with that, thank you again because that was always as always amazing and beautiful. And, um, you know, you started it off with saying like you have 20 years in this and, you know, I kept saying like, my fear was like, I have 30 something years of beliefs that I made up around lies to unpack. And it was always my excuse to avoid. It was like, there's too much. I'm too much. Um, so going into it, um, Being open, I was excited to hear that we're addressing fears um, because I still have some and I love the scripture that used to dissolving them so I can continue to be pure love and light and Mm -hmm. receive and shine and live that life of joy and bliss. And sometimes, yeah, there's going to be sadness. Um, But I thought my fear was going to be of abandonment and rejection. And I'm glad that my intuition had me write it down because then when I got centered and present to my body, um, which are some tools that I'm so grateful that you also taught me that are so healing, um, getting out of my mind of what I'm thinking, something completely different showed up, (laughs) Um, which was awesome (laughs) because I love surprises. (laughs) And it was like, oh, hello. Uh, so when you had centered me to get my mind and heart connected, I immediately saw like the little white heart um, and it t- like, for some reason I have symbolism that I'm in synergy with myself. And it, mm-hmm. as I, you know, allowed myself and got intentional and used the tools that I imagine are NLP related tools, it opened up a fear of being
0: unwanted. (laughs) Um, What did you you notice in your body as a sensation or a feeling with the fear of being unwanted? Immediately it was from like heart to womb.
1: And I know Mm. it's from my mother's womb. I just, Mm. I have a knowingness Mm. because I immediately went through the process. And as you guided, I had that fear of, um, being unwanted and then it, like it not being my fault. Like, and that was something I was always so afraid of was responsibility of thinking like, well, it was my responsibility because I chose to be born.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. And I've even, I've even said that in the past too. Like it's been a conversation that has shown itself where it was like, did I really choose to be born? But it was just always relating leaning and my body issues have been, you know, since I had my daughter,
0: mm.
1: that same area has been, and it's so present in my life right now. I've been really working on that area. Um, and it really was like, just like this feeling.
0: Mm, like gagging.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was, I cried for like little seed Rachel, baby Rachel that, Mm. you know, was like so innocent. Mm. And, um, you know, I cried for my mom because I imagined she was afraid. (laughs) And then I also know that um, her avoidance was, you know, the same story. And I inherited this story and then her avoidance and her methodist methodism that are, she used was men. And <laughs> so, um, it shows me like the light, my own light has illuminated my own wound, my core mm-hmm. wound <laughs> that has been showing itself gently to me. Um, and these processes, I'm so thankful because they, they uncover gently (laughs) Mm. and then it's like the teacher student as the teacher as the student is ready the teacher will come or vice versa and I you know I had to go through everything I went through to be in this point right now to be clear enough to not get my own way of receiving that moment of clarity to be able to go boom like yeah it is amazing
0: you know, there's so much that you shared and I would like Same, I'm to- I'm so
1: thankful because I already know the healing that's coming. Like-
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And and I guess there's a little delay somewhere in our video, but I, I just wanna, there's so much I would like to highlight um, for the rest of the people, just to keep, to bring it back to attention because you, you discovered a lot and you spoke to a lot of very important points. Um, I wanna go back to the first part where you were communicating that you connected with the feeling in your body um, from heart to womb and then realizing where this came from and it was like this knowing like wow, this comes from being in my mother's womb like this was like what I'm understanding is my mother had this fear and or this attitude or this emotion or something was going on and you were picking up on that and it's factual that we do experience and record those experiences in the womb and I've done a lot of work inside of prenatal, uh, memory which is something that I didn't even believe existed when I learned about it until I started processing people with these tools I learned and next thing you know prenatal memories were showing up and I had my own experiences and I was able to confirm and validate them with my own mother or my ex-girlfriend's mother and grandmother who were present for her birth and you know these are things details that were never communicated but we were able to find this stuff out um, My my good friend of mine also same thing um, and a number of people that have worked with, it. and so that's very real, and 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 that oftentimes is the most the most blind part of our experience that can control us and sabotage like our well-being in life. And we can try so hard to fix and change so many things, and there's something that seems to be gnawing at us from within. And so, yes, you you definitely contacted something that could very much be part of that 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 birthing, you know, or that developmental process and then being birthed and then raised underneath that care too. And then what mom's feeling or dad or whoever's present, you know, all of those emotions can be passed right into us. And that becomes this ground of our consciousness. It becomes the logic, even if it's completely irrational, it's the logic of the programming through which we see and experience the world. And then we build upon that. Mm. And I think this concept in, in religions or spiritual philosophies um of of dying and being born again, or you know, I have the Phoenix as the emblem or symbol for the men of honor rising group. You know, there's just like burning down into ashes and then something glorious rising up out of the ashes. And it's it's as if like in reality, and this happened many times for me and I know for you as well, Rachel, we have to we have to kind of bring to an end this old nature. And um and it can be very scary and frightening because we've built on this, we've literally built our Our consciousness around uh, these painful uh, senses of maybe potentially being unwanted or um, that we're going to be rejected or there's shame or there's abuse and neglect. And, you know, and then we build consciousness around all of that. But in order to heal, we have to really bring all that down and kind of give up all the effort we've made to survive those painful things. And that can be frightening to the ego. And uh, there's a lot of talk about the ego, which I know you're familiar with. And, you know, (laughs) the ego has become this like stigma, this thing that's like you shouldn't have one. And in fact, the ego, in my understanding, is a very important part of human experience. And it's important that the ego is healthy. There is a healthy ego, a healthy sense of one's own personal identity. And it's important to have that. And that's why I've come to conclude that this type of processing is what's most needed and most beneficial because I think there's no better way than to give a human being a direct experience and guidance for themselves to discover what's there and to do it gently because I've been inside of transformational training communities and groups or coaching environments and you know or just social groups where you know the effort to change is very intense and forceful And frightening even. And it's too much, too fast, too soon, which is one of the definitions of trauma, right? One of the definitions no follow-through. And then too fast too soon. No post-op.
1: There needs to be post care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then no exactly. Then there's no processing of the experience, right? And that's, you know, so there's that. And you know, you got in touch with this, the the feeling, the the somatic experience, which was gagging, like is how you express it like, uh, like this, you know? And that's because we are energetically, emotionally, energetically connected. Emotions are not things that we see visibly. Um, they manifest in the body, but they're biochemical experiences and neurological experiences. But they do have a transmission factor from mother to child. And if mother's emotion is against child or withdrawn from child, and the child is alone and, and needing that, There's a a very painful sensation Um, and a child has no language at this early age. There's no cognitive ability. And so it's recorded as an experience in the body. It's just a somatic recording. And so then later we try to talk our way out of our problems or talk about our problems and we never seem to make a difference because you can't make a distant difference with somatically recorded information it has to be somatically handled and so we move the awareness unit or the consciousness that we are at the center of our being through the body to do these releases and to discharge and to dissolve and to um integrate whatever has been conflicting so i'm just curious now thanks rachel for letting me recap a little bit about your experience and also educate and inform because i want to make sure people understand what we're doing a little bit because that helps make it more impactful and I think more effective for everyone, but yeah, is there anything you heard and what was just shared that you wanna reflect on now that we've expanded this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm again, so appreciative and, and just fascinated. Um, I'm proud of myself. I was very proud of myself for like knowing like it's time to come back <laughs> like and just jumping back. And I mean, I'm that's something that's, that was a pattern that for me, in the past, wouldn't have been available. There would have been too much shame and I would have made myself too bad, wrong, whatever else to be able to actually like come back and know that there was no question. Like you had already made it very clear that the door was open. When are you coming back? You know, like, and for a person with a subconscious belief that I'm unwanted, that wouldn't have been available before. It would have been like, oh my gosh. There were just so many stories on stories on stories that have been unpacked. And to put it into words, like just this freedom just opens up the new, like you said, the baby thought of I'm innocent, I'm pure. I had always, it had been so confusing as I'm sure many people have had this experience of like, it's not mine. And that's something that's been really present for me lately of like, and even as I was doing it, I was like, that's not mine. <laughs> like it's been very confusing because I've believed since I was a little girl that I was a holy daughter of like, we talked about this yesterday of God. Like when I made my communion, I've always felt this purity and um, it didn't match. (laughs) Like it was confusing because I've always loved myself in that way that like, I know God loves me and I know I'm worthy of love. But then there was this confusion of that unwanted essence that was like, it was literally like a duality. Like it was so easy to be Catholic and picture the devil and the angel because then I was like, oh, that's the voice coming from the devil. Oh, that's the voice coming from the angel. But really, no, they were always like, yes, they were God's pure thoughts of me that are my thoughts that are always available. But that's why I'm saying. Like this work is so like vital because being able to unpack a lie that was born in my morning, like- That was, I knew, like I've done a lot of this pineal and and the same, I'm very skeptical. I go in with skepticism, like my beliefs are only in, you know, Jesus Christ. And that is the only thing that I'm really like solid where it's like everything else, I'm I'm open-minded so that I allow space for possibility um, because when I allow it, this is what shows up. And Mm. I was skeptical, like, because I don't want to just get bought and sold, but I like to experience which is perfect because that was my avenue that I needed. Um, and I mean, going through like the untethered soul work, I'm an experiential learner. Maybe we all are, I don't know. But so far in observing and reflecting, all of my deepest healings have been in experience, like not in like, I mean, yes, there's been a lot of taking notes and, you know, the transforming of the mind, but that deeper part of the mind which also reminded me of, I don't know if you've watched Inside Out already, but those are those core memories. Like I thought it was cute that it's core because that's what we're doing is the core encounter. I, I haven't found and a those, word are those that memories. better
0: describes it. You know, it's, it's and, perfect. And, you know, I wanted to say to, to what you were sharing that there in this work, we'll find that there is no enemy. And you mentioned Jesus Christ. And I know that there's plenty of people on the planet who love and follow Jesus. And, um, and there's plenty of people on the planet who, you hear the name Jesus, and it's like, it. <laughs> run. Um, and it's understandable, uh, both sides. I, I have a personal experience of Jesus that, for me, is beautiful. And uh, I see Jesus as a powerful healer and um, a way of understanding the love and the compassion uh, that's in me. And I can see that as well. I mean, I've got my beautiful Buddha image that i bought um not too long ago that you know meditation and zen buddhist meditation was my first spiritual path and Mm -hmm. um and it was so important for me and i've been you know really inspired to take that up again just sitting meditation and monitoring the breath and um and i navigate through all those spaces but what i wanted to say uh, since you do mention jesus there's that teaching that jesus taught to, to love our enemies yeah and and in this work we discover that there are no enemies ultimately. Um, the enemies we thought were our enemies, like our fear, our insecurity, our grief, our shame, right? The enemies that we don't see, they're the ones that are the most damaging, right? If the enemy's plain as day out on the field, you got a target. But when the enemy's living inside your kingdom, right? Like ninjas, they were originally women that disguised themselves as servants and got inside of the, the kingdom, the emperor's palace. And they started to assassinate in secrecy from within. Yeah. And I feel like these, these, these resistances, these hatreds of ourselves that we've experienced, we've recorded, we've supported, maybe even at times, mm-hmm. they, they eat us up and from it. the inside. <laughs> yeah. And so, but there's but the what's counterintuitive is like we don't want to go in with, you know, machine guns blazing and like shoot up the kingdom. You know, we want yeah. to go within and we want to. <laughs> We want to bring healing to those spaces and integration and understanding. We start to make peace. And what's interesting, there is no enemy at the end of it. When we finally get to the heart of it all, it's like, oh my God, everything is one thing. And there is a harmony that can be discovered. And that's what we're exploring in the core is the harmony that's available. But it starts at the center of our being. That's the unifying principle, the unifying factor. And you can call it God. You can call it Jesus. You can call it the Holy Spirit. You can call it the Buddha mind. You can call it Allah. You can call it whatever you call it. The names that we speak on our mouth are not as relevant as the character. The character that we are worshiping is important mm-hmm. for worshiping a character that loves us unconditionally, right? And we're basically saying that that character is the character and I am embodying that character well, then we love ourselves unconditionally right. and we give ourselves love and forgiveness and acceptance well that's a beautiful thing that's more important than the ideas of the ideology or the doctrine or the theology what's important is that the character expression brings wholeness and completeness to our heart mind and body and so that's what i'm representing with the core and rachel i gotta wrap this up yeah Then been beautiful i'm glad that you're part of the lit program and you mentioned Thanks. that um If anybody wants to participate in the deeper level of this work, the Leadership Influence and Team Training Program is that opportunity to become a facilitator or a coach. Um, A facilitator uh, will deliver this work to the men's or women's groups that we're um, putting out in the world. And um, a coach can operate this work with me inside of my events and um, and really go deep with this. And uh, it's a great way to grow, a great way to just understand the principles behind it, the protocols and the various practices. What we're doing here, what I'm doing here inside of this core uh, daily session is um, just a very simple mode of processing. There are many different approaches to processing and there's many different practices and um, ways of bringing self-love and compassion um, to oneself really, which is essentially what we're doing. Um, But you can learn more about that. There's links inside of all the descriptions. We have an event coming up, the core encounter. Um, I'll be posting dates soon enough. I'm still getting uh, clarity for the whole year we're scheduling 2021 out and i'm looking forward to working with people that's for people who just want to participate in this work over a weekend and um, and really just do a deep dive in a safe sacred and surrendered space where we can um, gently deal with ourselves um, and start to transform with love and compassion but it's great to do this work with a group of other people and there's so much that we learn from each other and um to have people support us and multiple people supporting us all at once it just it really rewrites and reconditions the programming of our consciousness so rapidly that um i highly recommend that so rachel thanks for being here tonight thank all you. the links are in the description here i'll see you later this see evening tonight. Um, tonight sorry yeah I'll, thanks for being here today i'll see you <laughs> and uh, it's always yeah. a pleasure and a joy to have your presence I'm here set. thank you so very much. thank Likewise, you everyone thanks. for watching really. and listening bye-bye